Let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033. Uh, the answer. Now more than ever, we need our world-famous marriage talk segment. There's so much agita. That's Italian for uh, spilkis, which is Yiddish for stress. Damn, how did you do that? <laughs> uh, it is. It's right. Listen, we see the dirty people looting and burning churches this week burning to the ground a Baptist church in Philadelphia by the Black Lives Matter protesters out there and the looting and the, the assault on cops. It, it hurts all of our hearts who love the Lord, who love our country, which is the whopping, throbbing majority, by the way. And things like this, and of course, obviously with the election, uh, it can be stressful. So what do you want? You want a nice, cozy cave at home when you go home. Uh, you, like, you don't want to be like this relative I, who I had uh, tell me the thought of going home to her was worse and worse, so I would stay later and later at the office and smoke dope and go home as late as I could so I wouldn't have to be around her. And I was like, that's horrible. I like to go home. Uh, and that's what we want. And that's why we have our world-famous marriage talk segment. We do at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour every Friday. Just one segment. That's just one segment set aside. Talk about the glory, sanctity, holiness, steaminess of marriage. What was banned by the other radio stations is embraced here at Salem. And y'all love it. And gosh, the audience just swells every time we do this. Robert Kosick's my wingman. He writes the Marriage Talk segments on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. He's up to number 316. Welcome back, Robert Kosick. What's up, Mr. C? Hey, happy Friday to you, Sam. What a beautiful day out. I'm looking forward to this weekend, huh? Heck, yeah. This is blankets and sit outside with a glass of something. Oh, yeah. We we got a uh, fireplace out on our patio, and I look forward to hanging out there. got the fireplace going, watching some livestock, uh, some animals, so go by and deer and whatnot. And Amen. It's going to be a fun weekend. Amen. More liquor, less pants. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, our world-famous marriage talk segment is penned by Mr. Kosick, who is a church deacon. <laughs> this is why I handle this TV stuff. He's a church deacon. He's a, he's a marriage coach. Um, and it's just really what God ordains and Hollywood hates. So let's read along. I'll, I'll start. I'll read, and Mr. Kosick will comment. Um, it's called The Seven Dwarfs. In 1937, Walt Disney released... Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which is based on an 1812 German fairy tale where each of the seven dwarfs have their own personal identity. Doc, happy, sneezy, grumpy, sleepy, bashful, and dopey. Much like the personalities of the seven dwarfs, each of us has our own unique combination of qualities and characteristics. When building a great marriage, it's important to understand those differences so they may be leveraged to strengthen the marriage rather than weaken it. So it's leveraging our Differences, and let's do differences. Differences equal completeness. Personality differences are just that, differences. By different, we mean not the same as your personality. They are typically not better or worse, just different. When leveraged properly, our differences actually complete us. For example, the introverted spouse, who would be uh, bashful, will be drawn out occasionally by their extroverted spouse, uh, happy. Whereas the extroverted spouse would be encouraged to slow down and relax from real from time to time. That would be sleepy. Take it away, Mr. Cossack. Yeah, so so I love the saying that we say opposites attract and, and I think a better term is opposites complete. And because you're you're attracted to those who have qualities you don't have. Uh, the person who's very extroverted is gonna be attracted to the person who's introverted. One, because they can steal the show and they like that. But two, it, it's a piece of them where they, they don't really know a lot of times how to slow down and, and, and relax and be by themselves. So to have someone that pulls you into that is nice. Just the opposite, the one that would be perfectly content 
uh, living in Montana with the nearest neighbor 30 miles away and could survive just fine, if they're married to an extrovert, that's just not going to happen because they've got to have that outward uh, energy drawn that they get from other people. So, so to have these differences, a lot of people in marriages, unfortunately, look at those differences as a very negative thing. Well, we're not the same. You like doing this. I like doing that. So it's just not right because we're not equally yoked, if you will say. But in this case, if you think about it differently, where you're being completed, it's a it's an entirely different way of looking at it because you're giving me something I don't have, and and together we're better as opposed to each one of us alone. And that's all we're talking about here. So so look right. at those differences as a way to build on the marriage, not separate the marriage. You're listening to our world famous marriage talk segment, Bob in the eight o'clock hour every Friday. One couple you would know very well that's now divorced. The wife did say to Princess, "I like to go out." And, and he doesn't, my, referring to her husband. And there was like a block party that went on. Mm. And the wife wanted to go out and be involved in this and the other. And the husband didn't. He just wanted to come home, and that's it. He wanted to stay in. They eventually got divorced. The husband told me not that long ago, I wish I had, because he, he regrets the divorce <clears throat> and misses uh, his wife. So, it's you know what, you all got differences, but it's true. Bring up the go to the other person's differences and let them add a little bit to your portfolio. There you go, and it's a give and take. You do a little bit of what I like, I do a little bit of what you like, and together, life is better. Got it. Next on our world famous marriage talk segment about the dwarfs is overuse equals weakness. Any strength taken to an extreme will become a weakness. Going back to the controlling spouse, if they try to always be in charge or control, it will eventually irritate those around them and cause them to avoid situations involving the controlling spouse or lead to arguments, which would be, you'd be grumpy, the dwarf. It will also hold the non-controlling spouse back from attempting to lead. Talk about that. Yeah, so so we missed one right before this, but it ties into this. Oh, it's sorry, no big deal, but that's okay. So when, when you misinterpret what that person is trying to do, uh, it's going to cause you problems. You don't understand why they're doing what they're doing, so you misinterpret it. In this particular case, if you have someone that's a control person, and my wife would be the first one to to admit she's a control freak, she loves to control things, but not because she wants to be in charge. It's because she doesn't like not knowing. It gives her anxiety, you know, and, and it's not a, a comfort zone for her. So. That's okay to want to to do that, but if you do like we're talking here, this overuse of anything. So any strength that's overused becomes a weakness. So if you're a take charge, let's go forward and get it done kind of person, that's a good quality in some situations. But if you do it to the extent of steamrolling everybody around you and getting it done at any cost, now it's become a weakness. Same thing here. If If you're controlling in your marriage and you're always taking the charge to get things done, you're not only um, going to steamroll the people around you, they're going to get pretty ir- irritated with you and you become grumpy, or they're going to get to a point where they're going to avoid you. And what's going to happen to, uh, along with that is they may have qualities where they want to learn how to lead and to, and to take that risk and move forward. They'll never do it because you're like, there's no way I'm going to step on that person's toes. I'm just going to let them run with it. And people who are supposed to lead wind up not leading, and that's a disaster for the marriage because neither one are being who they fully need to be because they're being held back by the other, and that, that's just not a good recipe. Amazing. Our world-famous marriage talk segment. Like I host the morning show, and I own the media company, 512 New Media, so I am controlling. But when I come <laughs> home, I immediately relinquish my gun and badge. <laughs> <laughs> but I do it like I, – I, I love the fact that she – it, you know, runs things when it comes to the domicile, when it comes to the house, the casa. Absolutely. But but you have to be sure that she wants that, right? So same thing at my house. My wife 
loves to control everything. She likes to know everything. And I can look at that. She can say, hey, did you spend so much money at whatever store? I can step back and go, oh, there you go, trying to control me again. I made the money. I'll spend it if I want to. Or I can look at it and say, she's just trying to balance the checkbook, and she wants to make sure that was a real charge because, you know, in this day and age, your credit cards get stolen constantly. And so it's how you, you look at it and understand it's a big difference. But you also don't want to dump onto somebody else all the responsibilities if they don't truly want it because they'll be forced into running with it. But that could also cause problems the other way, being if you have a strength and you don't use it at all, that could also cause you problems. So there's a balance there, and it, it all comes down to communication. You just got to talk about it. What, what do you want to do? What don't you want to do? You're listening to our world-famous marriage talk segment, available on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, Robert Kosick and I, talking about what God ordains. Left-wing hates, that's marriage. Hot and heavy marriage tip is he's lost his mind. <laughs> is that too dramatic? The mind is a terrible thing to waste. But if he's thinking intimacy, it may seem like his brain has gone on vacation. Technically, some of your brain does just that, specifically the part that controls logic, decision-making, and reasoning, the lateral or bit of frontal cortex. I hope I said that right. When he's more playful, more attentive, more touchy, he's not lost his mind. It's simply that part of the brain has gone on vacation, and the rest of his brain has stepped up its game in response. When this happens, you also tend to feel bolder, less inhibited, which leads to an entirely different tip for another time. Talk about that, because I didn't, I didn't know that about the brain. Yeah, I was doing some studying on this this week. Uh, it was mainly driven by a comment my wife said to me. I was, I was doing something, and she looked at me, and she goes, you're so weird, kind of like how Denise yeah. says to you, you're such a teenager. Yeah. Right? If, if she says it with a little bit of a giggle in her mind, in her voice, you're probably on the right track. But if she says it with a little bit of sarcasm or frustration or anger, you, you probably ought to stop whatever it was you were doing. So I did something, and my wife was like, you're so weird. And, and it was in this kind of category. And I said, well, so did I actually lose my mind, or is that something? So I started doing some research on how the brain works and all this kind of stuff, and there's actually a part of your brain that turns on and off, per se, and uh, focuses on different aspects of what you're doing. And if, it's, if it goes through like a first-level and a second-level kind of thinking, decision-making, if you're in this intimacy mode, you're focused on that intimacy stuff and all the fun stuff that comes along with it and all the rationale of we really shouldn't do that in the living room just kind of goes out the window because it's like, this is going to be fun. Let's just try this, right? <laughs> And you don't think through it. And it's kind of interesting how the brain actually allows that part of your, your, uh, itself to get bigger and stronger and, and focus more on drive more and more. The chemicals get released and everything from that side of the brain. That's so, so when your wife looks at you and goes, yeah, I know. When your wife looks at you and goes, you're such a child, say, uh-huh, because the mature part of my brain went to sleep. <laughs> the adult part is gone. And we're just going to have fun. So, so if he's doing that, it, it's it's not necessarily anything he can control. He, he, he part of his brain actually did go to sleep, and he yeah, didn't lose it. his mind. He's just he's just in his intimacy box, and that's all that he's thinking about. I love it. So if you're in the middle, if you uh, have infograte dialecto on the brain, <laughs> uh, you could be lo stupido, but it's all understood. I love it. Yeah, I do, and it does. Shut, it, I tell you something. It does shut down when I go in that direction. <laughs> It does. I mean, you, the inhibitions and all that kind of stuff, you, you know, trying different things, all that stuff gets a little bit more weight because <laughs> the part of rationale and everything just says, hey, that could be dangerous. And the other part of the brain is going, yeah, go back to sleep. <laughs> you know, we'll be, we'll, we'll be fine. If we go hey, out here on the balcony of the cruise ship, uh, come on, honey, let's push the envelope. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true, said Madeline Kahn. It is true. Our world-famous marriage talk segment, Friday's closing the curtain on our conversation of the glory and the sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. 
drives Hollywood crazy when we do this. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love yeah, it. And, and the nice thing about it is, is marriage really is simple. We make it so stinking hard it doesn't need to be. It's just have fun. And, and when you, and your husband's being goofy, be goofy with him. You know, you might actually enjoy it. Go back to, uh, you know, the honeymoon days where you couldn't keep your hands off each other near the dishwasher. Oh, how you doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And just, you know, you bump into each other at the refrigerator in that small apartment you all started at in America. I'm telling you, it's good times and great oldies. Go back to those days. Don't, and the days might have been 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Go back. Get back in that zone. It's yep. fun. It's free. It's encouraged by God. Go ahead. Rock and yeah. roll. And it's legal in most environments. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the Denny's. Not at the Denny's. They didn't think it was funny. Our good friend Robert Kosick, our world-famous marriage talk segment, comes to a close here, but it's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kosick, you have a wonderful Friday, buddy. You have a blessed weekend, Sam. Thank you, sir. America, call your husbands, call your wives, talk trash. Back in a second, AM 1070 Dancer. answer.